WFH with two guys. Now here's Benny and Dennis. In the spirit of making sure that we bring on important information and bring on some of our favorite guests, Dennis, we have Valerie back here. And so she's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on in, in the world of the tax the tax life in terms of uh, how it relates to us as business owners. It's a, it's an important topic and it's it's one people probably, you know, you hear taxes like, oh God, here we go. But I mean, Valerie's been my accountant for coming now up on 11 years, you know, and I have to say about Valerie, while she's legally a great accountant, she also thinks outside the box legally and does things. If you haven't listened to it, her my favorite one with her, if you, if you listen on Facebook, she does the nitty gritty from Ashland City. So most accountants, you would never see someone doing this, but it's live reports from Ashland City, which is outside of Nashville, yes. sharing the weather and other fun facts that's going on in their community. So um, Welcome. so Valerie's going to join us and share with yeah. us just what's going on in the tax yeah. laws, what's, what's stayed the same. I think a lot has changed. What do yeah. we need to be aware of that we hadn't thought about? So Valerie, welcome. Yeah. Well, thank y'all for having me. And the operative word out of everything you just heard was legally. Uh, we do everything <laughs> legally. While we think outside the box, it is legal. Um, while we haven't had a large tax package passed uh, by the administration, there are several changes that have happened. During the pandemic, there were laws enacted to help us get through that in 20 and 21 and uh, many of those laws have sunset at the end of 2021. And so a lot of times as taxpayers and accountants, we, you know, look at each year kind of similar to the next. And even if your income has stayed the same because of these different deductions um, and credits, how they've changed, you could be looking at a substantial tax bill if you don't have a conversation with your tax preparer or accountant uh, before the end of the year. So that's not to say that Congress won't come in uh, here in the next few months and pass a package that would extend these credits, but it seems unlikely that that would happen. Especially knowing it's an election year and they're, not, they're kind of few. And I don't expect a whole lot's going to happen between now and November, unfortunately. After November, we may see some changes. but That's the- true. It's probably going to be status quo for a while now. So yeah. um, the biggest one, if you have children... Uh, that's changing. We had an increased child tax credit in 2021. Um, And you might remember that in uh, June through December of 2021, parents got a prepayment of that child tax credit that came in monthly installments to them. You could opt in or opt out of that. And so that increased child tax credit, which was $3,000 for children ages 6 to 17 years old, and 3,600 for children from birth to five years old, um, that has decreased back to the level it was pre-2021, which is um, $2,000 per child. Now, the child tax credit prior to 2021 ended at age 16. So if your child was 17, you did not get a child tax credit for them. It was only from birth to 16 years old. So We're going back to the pre-2021 child tax credit days. And those large child tax credits in 2021 helped a lot of small business owners uh, and self-employed individuals cut down that tax bill because that was $1,600 per child additional uh, that they got. And so if that child tax credit helped you in 2021 not pay as much in income taxes, you're going to pay more 
um, than you were used to. So just talk to your accountant about that, make any adjustments to your estimated payments related to that. Um, the other thing has to do with children as well, and that was about the child independent care credit. So they went from letting you take 20% of $8,000 independent care credit uh, per child to 20%, uh, from 20% to 50%. Now that's back down to 20%. So uh, for a lot of my self-employed individuals, they were not aware of the um, increased deduction for childcare. And so that helped them um, cut down on some of that tax as well. So if that saved you money in 2021, it's not going to be around for 2022. So just make sure you have that conversation with your um, accountant about that. So those are two big things that pertain to your individual income tax return. But the reason I wanted to highlight those is because for a lot of small business owners, they um, are filing their business taxes in tandem with their personal taxes. So for an S corporation, there's pass-through income. For a partnership, there could be pass-through income. And for a single member LLC, that income is reported directly on the individual tax return. So a lot of uh, business income for many taxpayers in the United States who are self-employed in some capacity or small business owners passes through to your individual income tax return. Okay. So just wanted to highlight that. So the key is talk to your tax preparer, your accountant. Don't assume what it was 2021, that this year is going to be the same. And it's, it's now, exactly. we're, we're in the late summer, early fall. You don't have a lot of time to make up. So you, you've got a plan. Otherwise, you're going to have a pretty big bill hitting you come April. Oh, yeah. And I think it's really important for uh, business owners to have regular conversations with their accountants, tax preparers, and CPAs. Because if the only thing you're doing is meeting with that accountant once a year, then all we can do is really just take your information, regurgitate that into a tax return. And there are a couple things you can do after December 31st gets here um, to help with your taxes. But basically, our hands are tied for the most part because the real tax planning has to occur during the year. So I would definitely encourage everybody um, between now and September 15th, which is the next estimated payment due date, it'd be a good idea to have a conversation with your accountant just to see if you're tracking um, the metrics that you thought you were going to for 2022, and also to see if you need to adjust your estimated payments uh, because of these child tax credits or these other credits that have sunset at the end of 21. Because your tax preparer may not have taken into consideration that those would sunset because at the beginning of the year during tax season, there was a lot of talk about uh, the administration coming up with a tax package and passing that. So we were kind of in limbo at the time as to what the actual laws would be for 2022 because it it seemed like um in the early months of uh, 21 uh well the early months of 22 that they were going to pass a tax package and then everything happened with ukraine so that kind of put um all tax stuff at a stalemate and they haven't really picked it back up yet so it's a good time to talk to your accountant and Valerie, let's talk about for one from an employee perspective. I know the tax mileage. I'm sure with gas prices up, that's changing. Mm -hmm. uh, explain from a for a business owner and for the employee. What's that, and where's it at right now? Yeah, so typically we have one mileage rate that is for January through December, um, but because we have 
increase in fuel prices, the IRS came in um, and increased the mileage rate to 62 and a half cents a mile effective July 1st. So for the first half of the year, we have one mileage rate. For the next half of the year, we have the increase 62 and a half cents a mile. And so what that means as an employer is you do not have to pay your employees 62 and a half cents per mile if you reimburse travel uh, for them. But you cannot pay them more than 62 and a half cents a mile. If you do pay them more than that, that your employee will have a taxable income for the difference between 62 and a half cents and whatever uh, increased amount that you're doing. So you can pay any amount under 62 and a half cents per mile and your employees do not have to recognize any kind of taxable event. It's strictly reimbursement. But if you go over the 62 and a half cents, then that would be taxable income to them. And Valerie, talk about, so like, let's say I choose to pay 50 cents. So there's a 12 cent difference there. The, in the past, the employer, the employee could get that back potentially on their tax income. That changed, you said, recently. That did change. So um, when the Trump tax package was passed a few years ago, it did away with unreimbursed employee expenses. Um, and so basically, if you have a mileage differential, home office expenses, or for um, salesmen, really when they were taking their clients out to lunch and uh, doing that extra kind of sweethearting deal you do with clients, taking them to lunch, buying gifts, that sort of thing. If you are a W-2 employee, uh, you used to could write those off. Uh, the past few years, you have not been able to write those off. Um, now, we do think that Congress may address this in some aspect because the pandemic had more people move from being in a traditional office space with your employer to being at home and having a home office. And so there are costs associated with that, such as internet, utilities, um, having to purchase supplies for your office and that sort of thing. So it seems like Congress may address that in the future, but right now for uh, 2022, any unreimbursed employee expenses, which mileage, uh, the differential on the mileage will be included in that, that is not deductible on your individual income tax return. But Valerie, if I'm a, a, a proprietor and I own my own business and I'm working out of the home, that can come off as business expense. So Exactly. Right. So if you are a self-employed individual, then um, you can deduct that home office expense. Um, there's a flat $1,500 deduction that the IRS just allows uh, based off the square footage of your home office. Uh, or you can take that square footage of your office as a percent of the entire square footage of your home and write off things like your utility cost, um, uh, prorated property taxes, homeowners insurance, repairs, mortgage interest. So you can apply the percentage um, of your home office to your entire home to all the costs of your home and take that as a deduction against your taxable income. So key lesson there is have a big office at home, right? Let's see it. Let's see it. <laughs> so the other thing I know when we talked last fall, there were two that, that I thought were really impactful and do they still exist? One is the student loan payment reimbursement type of thing. I know this, I listened to your, um, the podcast back then and I hired a teacher this summer that mm -hmm. she's actually, I'm paying her basically her student loan off as she works for me because, she, and for her, it's no tax for me. I don't have to pay the tax. It's, it's a win-win. It just, she gets 
straight salary. Oh yeah, and, it's a it, and that is still in effect. Um, it was through the CARES Act that um, you could pay up to five thousand two hundred fifty dollars tax free um, toward student loan debt, um, employee assistance or tuition assistance, um, and they don't have to claim it as taxable income. The employer still gets to write it off. So it's a win-win. Um, the employee doesn't have to claim it as taxable income, but the employer still gets to write it off as an expense. So it's a wonderful way um, to have uh, your employees really be invested in your company. Because when an employer does that, uh, you know, that really makes them want to stay around. Yeah. The other one I remember you talking about last year was um, the meals reimbursement and all that kind of stuff. Is that still in place or how's that work now? That That is not. Um, it's gone back to pre-pandemic um, okay. rates there. Um, one thing that some people may have done if they were self-employed in 21 is defer Social Security um, and Medicare taxes. So they deferred their uh, self-employed taxes and you had to pay those over a few years. So in 20 um, and 21, there was a deferral of the self-employment taxes. Now, most people did not take advantage of this because you had to pay it at some point. Um, but if you deferred any of those self-employment taxes, they must be caught up by December 31st, 2022. So on your 2022 tax return, you would pay in whatever amount you had not um, paid in related to those self-employed wages. So that's another thing that could increase your tax burden had you not paid those in uh, when they were originally due. So taxes are one of these things that we all hate, but it's 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 definitely how the government survives and keeps going. That's it. A <laughs> necessary so, evil. It is a necessary evil. Benny, I know you haven't said a whole lot, but I mean, you know, I've been taking you're, notes. You're, you're over here, I, that business owner. What, what what's on your mind? What are you thinking? You know, so in terms of, you know, first of all, I am listening and actually taking notes and, and making sure that I have my conversation. You get to have your conversation with your accountant right here. I got to have mine uh, later this week. But, you know, in, in terms of just from an overall general perspective, Allie, I think that what I'm gathering here is that what something that you brought up earlier is that you do need to have an ongoing conversation with your accountant. You really need to have uh, a, a really good uh, feel for um, how they operate, and a little bit about they need to understand what what you're doing. If they're not involved with your plans, then they they really they only can work with the information they have. And just showing up, exactly. if you've if you've got a shoebox that you're bringing to them and saying, "Here you go," you're really taking money off the table. And, and as business owners, we want to make sure that we increase our profitability, that we do these type of uh, you know you know things that are going to better our company. Proper tax planning is important for us to stay profitable, isn't it? It is very important. And the thing that I'm glad you all are emphasizing is that you should have a relationship with um, the person who is helping you with your taxes. Um, if you just see them once a year, there's not as much bang for your buck. And so while you may have to pay an additional fee for meetings throughout the year or tax planning. I can almost guarantee you that you will see a savings reflected on your bottom line when it comes to taxes. And, and what we know is that um, 
the less tax you have to pay, the more money that is in your pocket that you can uh, put back into your business for uh, capital improvements, pay your employees, or take home a salary yourself. So it's very important, especially in the climate that we're in right now, where these laws are changing so quickly. Um, you know, a lot of the laws that we're talking about ending at the end of 2021 were brand new laws in 2020 or brand new laws in 2021. And so as a result of the pandemic, we are seeing tax laws passed and enacted in such a high rate of speed. I've been in this industry for 25 years and most of the time you would have the same set of tax laws at least for four years because that would be the current administration. And if uh, that president stayed in office, you could have the same tax laws for eight years, eight to 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so now we're seeing just a lot of transition, a lot of changes at a high rate of speed, even though there was not a large tax bill passed. And so I think when when we hear on the news um, that Biden has proposed a certain tax package or Trump had passed uh, some tax law changes, we're cognizant of, hey, we ought to talk to our accountant. But even in years where there isn't a large package that's passed by Congress, we still need to have those conversations because some of those laws can sunset or there are nuances with those laws. So I think it's just important to talk to your accountant a few times a year at a very minimum. Yeah. And, and you've got, like we talked, you've got an election year happening. So more than likely after, especially January, things are probably going to change again. Right. Some, somewhat, not a whole lot. If it's, if, you know, it's, it's really in 2024 probably is where the, the big switch could happen. Depends on who mm -hmm. wins or doesn't win those types of elections. But, but taxes are an important evil that we all have to face. Um, I've heard, you know, many and value, I'm sure you've got stories, many different business owners that didn't really think about taxes. And all of a sudden they wake up one day with this huge tax bill and they can't, they can't pay it. I mean, basically uh, yeah. it eats, you know, eats the profits and then they have to go to business because of lack of planning and communication, because unfortunately uncle Sam gets his money. It's not mm -hmm. going to, you don't get to just es escape it. Oh yeah. And I, I have <laughs> several stories of people who, um, you know, first time business owners didn't realize about self-employment taxes or what their, um, you know, ordinary income tax rate would be. And so when they get here for that first time and we file those taxes and they're staring at, you know, $20,000, $30,000 tax bill. And at the same time, I'm telling them, well, you got to start making estimated payments too. So not <laughs> only is it a twenty dollars or $30,000 tax bill, it's hey, you've got to start prepaying in the current tax year. And so what happens is they're constantly running behind the eight ball to catch up to pay current years, prepay current year's taxes to avoid penalty while still trying to pay off prior year's taxes. Yeah. So uh, anybody that starts a business, anybody that's in business, if I had one thing uh, to tell them, before you pull that business license, before you get that EIN number, find an accountant that you trust, that you have a rapport with, and that you can build a relationship with. I couldn't agree with you more, Valerie. I think those are some really valid points. But one last thing I did have in my notes and I wanted to just touch on was the employer re retention credit. How, has that changed? What's kind of modified for this year that we need to be aware of? So the employer retention credit uh, was a credit 
for uh, the year 2021, 2020 and 2021. Um, it ended as of December 31st, 2021, but you still have time to go back and amend your Form 941s to get back some of the payroll taxes that you paid in. And only certain businesses will qualify. Uh, one of the main qualifications is if your organization received an order from the government to stop work um, and that your gross receipts decreased by 10%. So that could be your salon owners, restaurants. It could even be construction companies if they were not allowed to pull permits uh, due to a, you know the stop work order from the government. So uh, that's one way. The other way would be for any business who has a 20% reduction in gross. And this is being compared back to 2019. Uh, but they have to amend those returns uh, during this three-year period. So I would have a conversation with my accountant um, about amending those as soon as possible. And the longer you take to amend it, the longer it'll take for you to get that credit back. So it, it would be refunded back to you. Valerie, as usual, you have filled my mind here with all this information that I, I, I definitely need to have a conversation uh, with my accountant. And I'm hoping you all who are listening to this too as well, take a little bit of time. I, as, as one of the things that I'll just share is I, I go out and try to make a point to have a lunch with my accountant a couple times a year. You know, it's a nice social thing to do. And, and that way I get to chat with her every now and again. But Valerie, listen, for those of us who can't take you out to lunch or those of you who can't, uh, maybe uh, they want to talk to you a little bit and you know, they need some help. How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, the best way to reach us is through our website at www.vkdcpa.com. Um, you can reach us that way and learn more about our services as well. Fantastic. Valerie, as usual, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, learned a lot and, and, uh, and I'm hoping that uh, some other folks here learned uh, as well. And so we'll thank you and we'll have you back on again for sure. Thanks so much. Thank you all so much. I look forward to next time. All right. Thanks, Valerie. Talk to you soon. Thank you all. You've been listening to WSH with two guys. We'll see you next time.